Welcome to the greatest show on the internet. It's Ask. Hey, some questions about Satan this week, so you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to Ask. Uh, everyone, I'm Pastor Jamie at Cornerstone Church. If you have a question about faith or Bible or life in general, hey, we want you to ask it. Go to cornerstonebv.org. There's a media page, drop down, and you just put in your question. Uh, we need people, we need your questions, all right? We need them to make this show great. First question, Pastor Jamie, I just started reading the book of Job and have several questions. First, where was Uz located? Okay, my answer is, this is a location that is lost on us. We just simply don't know exactly where Uz is located. There are some theories, but none have been validated. The biggest reason um, the detail is important for us and still has in our Bible, I think, is it shows us that Job was an actual historical person. He's not a myth or a legend. Second question about Job, why would God ever allow Satan into his presence in heaven? All right, so we don't always know what God's motivations are, right? It's still important for us to note that in the book of Job, we see that Satan is summoned by God to give an account. See, in, in all of it, God is in complete control of the entire situation. Satan is not allowed access unless it is God's will. It's, it's not Satan's will. He's not, he, he's not God's adversary, he's ours, right? God has already judged him and his final def defeat is already secure. Okay, and the last question about Job, this person asked, I thought that Satan would not physically, could not physically harm us. But in Job chapter one, Satan brings physical harm to Job's children. Why is Satan allowed to harm Job's children, but he can't harm us? Okay, my answer. Your, your mistake in this question is your assumption. Where did you get the idea that Satan is not allowed to attack us? This is simply not biblical. Satan attacks us in many different ways. He uses the, the world system, which is full of sin and evil to lead us astray. He uses our old self because of Adam's inherited sin to tempt us. It says in the Bible, he's a lion prowling around looking to destroy us. So Satan uses false teachers in the church to confuse Christians into believing things that are not good. He 100% attacks us. Don't forget that. He hates us and he certainly hates the God we serve. So that's why the Bible is full of verses about fighting temptation and evil. He even attacked Jesus himself. Why wouldn't we expect to be attacked? What I think you're confusing in this question is the idea of possession. It is true that he cannot, uh, that we as Christians, if that's you, can't be uh, possessed by a demon um, because we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. However, we can be harassed and tempted by demons. So don't be scared about it. The victory is already won, but you must be aware of your adversary. And you gotta put on the whole armor of God, pray hard, be in the scriptures, have strategies that benefit your faith and keep you from temptation. We just had a good lesson on this for our youth group. All right, second question comes from Faith, age nine, I love it. Do we sleep when we are in heaven? What a great question, Faith. The fact is this question, uh, about heaven along with thousands of others, we simply don't know for sure. See, what we do know is we need sleep in this life because we live in a fallen world. We weaken, we get tired, we age, we, we, we need sleep desperately for our health. If we should die as Christians before Jesus comes back, we will be in his presence without our resurrected, uh, restored bodies. That comes at the end, right? We'll have our, our new bodies. We'll have per perfect bodies, and it'll be a perfect new earth in the presence of Jesus, and sleep will not be necessary. However, it is possible and even likely, in my opinion, that sleep will be some kind of part of our lives in some way. It's like eating and drinking. 
We're certainly not going to starve in, the, in, in heaven uh, without food, but I think we'll certainly enjoy the blessings of good food and, and drink and all that comes with it. Sleep may be the same way. Sleep is ultimately, hear me, an act of faith, kind of like your name, faith. When we sleep, we are actively saying, God, you run the world. I don't, and I trust you. So if we do sleep in heaven, it will not be because we are weak or exhausted, but because we're so rested in Christ. It's a blessing to just trust him and enjoy sleep. Well, Faith, we're gonna see someday together, okay? Um, third, uh, next question. I recently read that, that Lucifer was never an angel. Lucifer was an invention of Jerome. He mistranslated a Hebrew word into Latin via Greek. Is this true? Can you elaborate on this? All right, you're thinking deeply, my friend, and I love it. The real question here is Lucifer mentioned in Isaiah 14 a reference to Satan. We often use the name synonymously, but many scholars don't believe that to be the case. You will see Lucifer as translated in Isaiah 14 as morning star or shining one. But please remember, Satan is absolutely a fallen angel, and the Bible has lots of references to him. The only issue here is Isaiah 14 referring, is Isaiah 14 referring to him or not? Well, the passage is clearly talking about the king of Babylon. The king had become so powerful, he thought himself to be God and higher than anyone. So God is pronouncing judgment through, on him through the prophet Isaiah. In that judgment, Isaiah used phrases like, he falls from heaven, he sought to ascend to the most high, and he is relegated to the lowest part of the pit. See, these all seem like a larger reference than just a human king. And Jesus seems to corroborate, well, you say that, uh, this in Luke uh, chapter 10, verse 18, he said, where he said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. See, probably the best way to see Isaiah 14 is that it primarily points to judgment on the king of Babylon, but it also refers to Satan, who is the ultimate power behind the king and his ultimate judgment as well. Regardless, we don't, uh, we don't need Isaiah 14 to know that Satan is real, he is a fallen angel, and he will be judged to the lowest part of hell. Hey, awesome questions, people. Keep them coming. We'll see you hopefully soon at one of our three gatherings this weekend, Saturday at 5 or Sunday at 9 or 11. We'll keep our Acts series going. Um, and also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and get all of our great content at Cornerstone BV Media, wherever you get your podcasts. See you soon.